You're listening to The Power of Us on Revolver Podcast. El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita. Hey guys, welcome back to The Power of Us. This is Abel. And I am his wife, Rosie. Oh, and today we got a good one. Yes? Yes. What? We are talking about living with your family. <laughs> not your family, not living with necessarily your family, but just living with family in general and what that's like. Because you know what? There's come times in I think everybody's life, especially when you're married, where you have... Are you feeling this right now? A little bit, a little bit, a little bit, just a little bit. I'm so glad that this is an avenue for you to just throw up. Well, I mean, it's not not really throw up. It's more like just like I'm just I'm trying to help people, you know. (laughs) So I mean, there there come times in people's lives where they're either going through something where, um, a rough patch, a rough patch, and you know, and you have to move in with somebody else's family, you know, with your spouse's family or your family, and then what that's like Dude, or we we've done that how okay we've been married seven years how many years, years have we lived alone maybe three gosh tops babe. that's tough yeah because yeah. our first year we lived at the downey house uh-huh that was and good. then we moved with your mom and then che and then we lived alone again then we lived alone again it was great for about two years and uh, then we moved back in with my mom back in with your mom and it can be for different reasons when we moved with my mom the first time we needed help Yes, I. You, you allowed decide, yeah. me to to leave a really good job, yeah, really great pay, um, uh, so that I could write my book, yeah, and and so that I'm really grateful for. But we were still living with my mom, right? Which is it, it's my mom's great, but it's still living with someone. It's different, mm-hmm. you know. I'm used to like running the kitchen a certain way, and it's different. Yeah. Or you are used to walking around in your what boxers? Yeah, well, boxer briefs. But yeah, it doesn't matter. Why? Well, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it's don't different. Know. You know why people think you wear boxers? Yeah, I don't. I don't it's just because I'm just super against them. I don't know. I don't what? know how. If there are any guys listening to how this, how are you super you wear, against underwear? You, yeah, boxer. No, it's not. I'm not super against underwear. It's like either you're a boxers man or you're a boxers briefs man. Or and some of them are just briefs, those this little is, tantarans and stuff like that. But I don't. I, oh, those yeah, guys yeah, are yeah. just weirdos, and you keep them away. My dad used to chase <laughs> oh, the dad. dog in oh, tarantarans at okay. five in the morning. Right, well, you lived I'm in sorry. West Side Long Beach. You saw Don Pedro in his tarantarans okay. at five right. in the morning. But yes, yeah, so and like. Usually... But yeah, if you wore those, I would. We'd never have sex. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, so we lived with my mom, and then Trey passed away, and we we lived with her kids yes. for a good year. Yes, and then... That was tough. And then we moved back with my mom, and we just... De- no, by we, ourselves. By ourselves. We decided to move in with my mom because we were going to buy a home. Yeah. And then I felt moved by God to take care of my mom the rest of her life. Yeah, and so now we're in a position where instead of investing the money that we received from selling our home and stuff like that, that we're going to just invest it in building her a better house yes and so that's what we're at right now and so at the very 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 moment right. we are living with your nephew mikey, mikey in his home yes in his house and his really big dog yes oh my god that's that, a house I dog think, i don't even know oh my god. <laughs> this, this guy is has really a, different for uh, us this guy has a great dane 
and I pretend that I dislike the dog or I hate the dog and stuff great like that. Great Dane but I'm mixed just, with a greyhound. Yeah. So, well, that's technically what a Great Dane is. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like a Mastiff and a Greyhound put together. See, I know nothing about <clears throat> animals because I haven't had one since I was and 13. And I dislike animals. I dislike animals too. I dislike animals. Oh, I love you right now. We both dislike animals. Yes. So, just to let you guys know, we don't hate animals. Nope. We just, we in our lives, in the way that we live it, we don't have the extra love and the time <laughs> and the patience to give All to an animal. All my love goes to you <laughs> and the kids. Yes. I ain't got nothing extra. <laughs> yes. And, but I mean, like, it just, this dog is just like the most opposite of hypoallergenic as it can be. <laughs> I can't, I refuse to sit on his couch anymore. I, I wear not. I, just, I need you guys to understand. If you know me, I wear nothing but black each and every day. <laughs> yes, yeah. So I sit down and I get up with a coat of of a little short dog hairs <laughs> all over me, and it just ugh, super it just... noticeable. Because yeah, my poor husband. So, you've been really patient. You've been really good. We've only been here. We're we're going on like I think November. we're like a two and a half months almost. And... November, December, January is yes. three months, homie. Yes. Oh damn. Yeah, you're so right. Yeah, yeah, We've been yeah. here three months, and we're still here for about another month to a month and a half oh, until God. the house is finished. It's it's getting tough because it's not your space. Mikey's great. Yeah, you know, um, Luna's it. adorable. She's a great kid. Um, yeah, dog, not a bad kid at all. Yeah, she, yeah. And and I'm so glad I get to get close to both of them. But there's a breaking point. Mm-hmm. And why does this come up? I think up? on both ends. And I think he I think he's felt it yeah. to where like he wants his space too. Because we're I can super only imagine. loud in the morning. You yeah. know, Eli wakes up at five or six screaming and Sammy, you know, has girl issues in the morning about what she's going to wear. And he probably wants to sleep in yeah. on a Saturday I, I know Sunday. we wake him up. Every, I feel I, really I bad. I feel that we wake him up every weekend for sure. I feel really bad. And I mean, he, he, he works early in the morning and goes yeah. to sleep pretty late. He's like a regular normal guy. Yeah. You know? And, and I, I don't know, you know, so I, I know he feels it too, but it's but just, yeah, I mean, we're, everyone's trying yeah, and there's just a breaking point for everyone. So what does this have to do with you is that we're Hispanic. So yeah. I don't think we're the only people that yeah. have two no. families in one home. No. Two families in one apartment. Not at all. Like, no, we're going to do this. With, and plus, we all bring our dogs. And like, we help each other. My you know? mom is living with my brother, Pete, and they have like four or five dogs. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's done because she does not own animals either. So um, what do you do, babe? What do you do when you know it's the right thing to do or it's the... You mean the only thing you can do? What if you're the person that's in this bad situation and you have to move in with someone? Yeah. Or you are the person that's doing great right now, but you have to help this person. You have to help out the brother-in-law. Or, yeah, or, or, Mikey's you know, helping us right now. Yeah, for sure. Because we don't have to rent from a stranger. and Yeah, and then we, we don't have to have a lease and stuff like that. So he's really doing us a solid. So, I mean, it, it goes – there's two different sides to this. So we'll cover both. Okay. So one, if you're in that situation of like, oh, damn, I have to move back in with my in-laws because I lost my job. Right. They, they 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 shut down the company whatever it might be you got to do it right. and you're in that situation and you have to have to just try your best to work hard and not get comfortable yes that's that's the issue that's good the issue is when you get comfortable that your suegra makes uh, frijoles every day and stuff like that you know <laughs> or or that or that your mom is cooking so you don't have yeah, to cook seriously. or that or that you know just like you pay a lot less rent, right? And you guys can go out more. It, it's 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 just you guys gotta understand is that there's nothing like having your own personal your space, own space and God, being able I to call it. something yours. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, I me mean, personally, I just I think that you guys, just people in general, you know, when we hit those spaces, we have to not get comfortable. 
Right. Because the things that can happen is that, one, it can either be really, really great the first couple months. Right. Or it can be really, really bad transition where everything is getting messed up. Yeah. Where, like, the people who live there, which whether if it's the in-laws, the brother-in-law, whatever it might be, everything is just getting changed and flipped upside down. Right. And they and they can't have it and they're telling you, oh, please don't do this. Please don't do that. Oh, watch that with the kids. Oh, let's not touch this. Please don't go into this room and stuff like that. And that's just, that's really hard. But you have to just bite your lip and push through. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully that'll get you to motivate you to want to get out there as fast as possible. Right. But then there's the opposite one where they're just so inviting and it's so easygoing and it, it makes your life so much easier to stay there that you're thinking about like, not even moving out anymore right and you're 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 now there three years yeah dude but it's gonna eventually strain your marriage it's gonna strain your marriage it's gonna strain your relationship with that significant other that family member whatever it might be yeah I, i think it definitely can but it's just like you have to change your mentality and you have to go into this and never leave that mentality of like we are here temporarily exactly we are here temporarily i'm not gonna rent out this garage and my family's not gonna live in this garage for the next five years. Yeah. No way. We're going to be here top six months. Yeah. Six to nine months. And then we're moving yes. somewhere. Even if it's a smaller space. Yes. Even if it's a studio. But it's going to be ours. Right. Exactly. So you really, really have to get into that mentality and let your spouse know. Like, just cheer each other on. Hey, babe, we're only here one more month. That really helps. Yeah. It helps me to know, like, hey, babe, we're going to be out of here, right? Babe, I'm not doing well. Babe, I want my own space. I know, baby. Yeah. Hang on. We're, I get you. We're going to be out of here. And just knowing that you're working towards that, you're working so hard to have the house done. I'm like, okay, okay. You know, just do it, obviously, together. I know it can be that you're living with your husband's family and yeah. then you're you're annoyed, you know, with the brothers and the mom and the noise and, and you start to fight each other. Yeah, so do it united. You know, that can be the hardest, especially like, I mean, we've always lived with your family, you know, yeah. um, when we've had to move to places and stuff like that. But when you're on this side of the, the of the of the wall where it's like we're living with the spouse's family, it's kind of hard because it, it takes away your voice because you can't you have uh. to like you can't really be too too vocal about things yeah. because it's like you're not our blood. She can say whatever she wants because she's one of us. Right. But like you're just married to her kind of thing, you know? And not saying that anybody's ever made you feel like that way, but you have to be extra careful. Well, in that case, the spouse who who is living with their mother, their family, you have to bring your husband in. Mm-hmm. You know, Mikey kind of scratched the car the other day and he told me. And I looked right at you like it's his car. I mean, it's our car, but you got to talk to my husband. You have to give your spouse that space in front of your family. Give your spouse that voice. Give your spouse that place. We're we're redecorating my mom's house and and some, our room is our room, but there is common spaces where it's like, well, Abel and my mom have to talk about it. You know, she's, she's the owner of the house, but my husband is also the one, you know, paying the bills here. So both of you talk about it and, and I give my husband that voice. And if I wouldn't, it would be so easy just to be like, Oh, forget about it. And no importa. He doesn't care about the rug. Well, what if your husband does and you never gave him that voice or, you know, give your husband, you must make the conscious and intentional choice to include your husband in the family talks. That's the only way he's going to become family. Yeah. And then, and then there's that one awkward moment of arguments because if mm-hmm. you're there, things are going to pop off and, and things might happen where you and your spouse are having an argument. And yeah. then, so what does that mean? Does the family member get involved? Mm. What, what do they do? What do they say? Do they talk about it? Like, are you going to wife going to go and, and she's over to your mom after we just had that fight and stuff like that. Mm. Like, what do you do in those situations? Cause that's super awkward. Yeah. Seriously. You know, because m- 
I think in in my mind, I'm thinking you don't get involved in in uh, as long as it's not physical. You don't get involved in their arguments, right? Why? Because they they love each other, and they're probably they're gonna, gonna fix it. Yeah, and you're just gonna you're gonna hold more of a grudge towards your brother-in-law, or, or let's say let's say in this case, I'm the brother-in-law, and I'm hearing Abel and Rosie fight. You mm-hmm. know, or or I'm the mom, and I'm hearing Abel and Rosie fight. It's like I'm gonna. I'm going to hold a grudge against Abel right. because I don't have that love towards him the way like Rosie does. And this is my daughter. You know, and it's hard. So I think you put that person in that really hard position of like, yeah. I got to stay out of it, but I got to also be careful because I don't know how they fight and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. And it's just, it's, it just gives you more of a reason to have to always have that mentality of we need our own space. Exactly. You know, because you'd never want to put your family members in a weird position and you never want to make it so that it's, it's awkward. Yeah. And and you know what what we've learned because we've literally we've lived this is my mom doesn't get in it. Yeah. She and does. I don't tell her. You know, if she happened to hear something, we act like it wasn't heard. Like my mom cannot give her opinion. And it's not that I'm rude to her. I'm yeah, just like, Mom, we're we're just gonna fix it. It's gonna be okay. And then they, they see it be okay. And then you know, if you're having an argument with your spouse, you obviously don't take it out on the rest of the family yes. because then it becomes a whole family tension. So, like, if I'm mad at Abel, I can't go out and be mad at my mom because then she's like, wait a minute. Yeah. Like, now you're affecting my space. Yeah, and I definitely. think that's where the issues and, come. And then on my end, too, you know, because I am I am the, the in-law or the son-in-law. It's like I, I either need to go and take a break if I'm, a, if I'm on a heater, but I definitely can't do that thing where I found myself sometimes when I'm upset at you and then Sammy comes, asks me a question and stuff like that. And I said, just not now, Sammy, you know, yeah. I can't do that with my suegra because then that's going to make her extra feel bad. Like, oh, you're upset at my daughter. So now you're taking it out on me, too. That just shows me that, like, oh, I'm nothing or, or you know, you get me like and I, I don't ever want to do that. So I either try very careful to like if we're ever having an argument or, or a dis- or, uh, disagreement where I'm like, I, I'm extra nice to my suegra and just to let her know, hey, do you, do you need anything? Uh, do you need me to p- take this out? Or I see her trying to get something off of a top shelf. I'm like, just please ask me. I, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. Or I'll help her do it. Like, hey, don't worry about it. I'll get it. Yeah. And it's like you have to take those extra steps. Exactly. Because you don't ever want to make it seem like, oh, since that, since that's your family, then I'm I don't care about you because I'm upset at you right now. Right. You know? Exactly. Yeah. You and your whole family. Yeah. And, and you know, babe, what do you do when it is a temp- when it's not a temporary situation? Because right now with Mikey, it's temporary. Yeah. Um, what do you do when it's permanent? I mean, I think about this all the time. I, I have, we, I, d- I felt it from God that I must take care of my mom. Yeah. And then I asked you, you know, I, I, I had to make sure it was okay with you. Yeah. Because if it wasn't okay with you or if we couldn't financially or we didn't want to live in a certain city, I would have to say, hey, brothers, step in because my Mm -hmm. mom is not going to a home or whatever. And my mom's doing healthy right now, but she does need help, you know, with some things physically. Having a man around the house is totally different. Having your grandchildren at the house. What do you do when it's permanent? I mean, babe, we're going to live with my mom until she goes. Yeah. That's something that I thought of. Um, I didn't think about it until like about three months after we kind of made that decision and we yeah. stopped looking for another home to buy because we were going to fix that one up. And mm-hmm. it it's it's something that I've thought of. And uh, I'll let you guys know right after the break. Find more of those spiritual snacks on my YouTube channel, Rosie 
And remember to. And rem. <laughs> I don't know. I just, you guys subscribe. <laughs> and remember to subscribe. All right, guys, welcome back to The Power of Us. So, I mean, we've talked about it when it's a temporary thing, and now we're talking about how we're going to be living with your mom. I think a lot of, our, of it. our culture is like this, though. I, I agree. We, it's rare when Hispanics put their their family member, grandma, grandpa in a home. Yeah, and then especially when they're coming from Mexico to live in the U.S., it's like they're not going to – they usually just stay there. They, they don't right. come over to the U.S., and then your parent all of a sudden finds a job and then all of a sudden gets their own place. It never really works that way. So you're, you're absolutely right. So I thought about it and I had to make an effort to like really make your mom a part of my everyday life. Yeah. I had to really make an effort in that before, before when we weren't living together, it's just like, hola, suegra, como esta? And just thank you so much and stuff like that. And we didn't, we didn't really have a relationship. Yeah. We didn't talk that much it, mm -hmm. aside from like things that was going on at the moment. Holidays. Yeah, there was never like any type of a of of anything there. But once I realized, like, oh crap, this is this is this is for for a very 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 long time, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you know, for as long as my swag is here with us, I had to really just start seeing her as a part of my everyday life, family. Yeah. You know, so what did I do? I started talking to her about herself, you know, and mm. my suegra is an older, old fashioned lady where she's, she's more like reserved and stuff like that. And she doesn't, she doesn't speak unless she's spoken to, but when she speak, when she's spoken to, she really opens up yeah. and she blossoms. So what did I do? I ask her questions. I ask her about her life and I tell her to tell me the stories that my wife has already told <laughs> me before, but I just, I want to hear from her. That way she knows that I care and that I know about her and stuff like that. So that's what I've done. I've tried to build a relationship. And so um, it's still a little awkward sometimes when it's just me and her and either I'm driving her somewhere to meet up with us. Or but I, I've made it a conscious decision to sometimes leave you guys alone. Oh. To be like, you know, I, you know, if, if someone has to take her somewhere instead of her asking a friend, I'd be like, yeah. baby, you're home. How about if you take my mom to yeah. the mall? And those, for those few minutes, you two are alone. And something has to be said. Yeah. So now I see you guys joke around more. So yeah, you yeah. Know? And that that's just definitely what I've tried to do, and then I've tried to just really join into her world. And then she's she's done. She has surprised me sometimes where she I I think or she tells me she literally cooks something because she knows I like it. Yeah. And so like if he, it's either she remembered to get me tortillas de from TJ, or she made certain beans a certain way that I like it, or she knows that I like tinga so she made it or on my birthday i think she made like frijoles puercos or charros yeah. something like that she made me something where i was like oh damn yeah and, and i just i wanted to gobble them all up and save them and make sure that juan didn't get any and stuff like <laughs> you know and so i mean we're i'm just you have to build a relationship as 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 weird as it and as awkward as it is in the beginning yeah because i i know some people say that they have I think everybody says that they have a, a quote unquote great suegra or something like that. You know, it's, you have to say that. You know, but I'm <laughs> you pretty, say that in public. Yeah, yeah, but I'm pretty sure. I'm sh pretty sure that like, I I don't know. You know, like it's I really awkward. do have a great suegra. I mean, and I do too. Yeah. And and granted, they weren't at the beginning. At the beginning. No. no. Well, before we got married, we were like, oh crap, this is gonna be hell. It's just gonna be you and me, and there's just always gonna be an issue. And I think, well, I know my mom made the mistake of saying like, or your mom made the mistake of saying like, I don't want to take care of 
kids and i know my yeah. mom made something like I'll oh i'll never see my grandkids yeah, my, yeah yeah they both said stupid things when when we were gonna get married but i mean i guess that was just their way of trying to but make they really this turned happen. on the switch to once we had made the decision and it was blessed by god and, yeah and they both made a conscious decision to help us and be with us and support us and they've been great moms and, ever since. and i'm not moms. mad at them because i like when you look at it from their point of view it yeah. makes sense and right. if you guys know us there's a lot of th- reasons why as to we technically shouldn't be married <laughs> yeah but there's like so many more reasons as to why we made the right decision yeah you know um and 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 it's just it's it's gonna be awkward just to be quite honest with you because it just it is i don't but know why for a time and i yes i think for a while after a while some grand some some in-laws really start to love mm-hmm. i mean we treat our sister-in-laws as, as family you yeah. know when if we were to ever lose brenda i don't know what we'd do in this yeah. family so i but it takes obviously time and cultivating and work. In it and work and and being intentional and i mean and if it's for the long run you are doing an honorable thing yeah. you know that in our culture mm-hmm. not to say if you've decided to put your mom in a home because that's how you guys do it that you know that's on you but in our culture my mom has asked us never let me be in a home yeah and and you know what what i've done as as the person that lives with her family i ask you once in a while like hey babe we still good because if we're not you're still my number 1 mm-hmm. you know i love my mother but she has four other kids. So we would have to make it work somehow. You know, maybe we get a, 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 a I pray that one day we, we get a house in a different state where we can run off to one day, you know, and mm-hmm. rent it out as an Airbnb or whatever. But I have to ask you once in a while because things can change yeah. and decisions can change. Yeah. And maybe we're not the ones that are going to take care of mom forever. And I tell Pete, like, hey, man, step it up. I've been doing it for 10 years. My husband needs space. Yeah. I need to move away for Casey or Sammy or Eli. So if you are that spouse, make sure you know and your spouse knows, like, hey, if this gets too hard, you're still my number one. I love my mother. I love my brother. I love my whoever we're taking care of. But yeah. this is our family. And if we need to change, we can and we will. Yeah. And I mean, I, I know, I know being on my end, like if you ever came at me and, I'm, and whatever I was going through at that moment, I'd be like, no, I'm, I'd be an a-hole to, to like say, no, it's, it's send her over to Pete or something like that. Granted, that would never happen because that's her home. You know, if anything, we yeah, would move out. Move but out. Mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of people, their mother-in-laws or their in-laws come into their home, you know? Yeah. And, and so, like, it would have to be, like, a drastic situation, you know, where it's like, you know what, we just need our space. Or, yeah. or you know what, we're not doing good anymore. Like, we're moving from, we have to move into a smaller place and we just can't. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard. Where is she going to sleep? You know, things like that. So, I mean, that's something that you guys have to talk about. It's doable. And that's something that is very common in, in our in our culture. But I think I think it's just case by case as well. Right. You know? I just I just feel that we should always check in sincerely. Yeah. If it's getting too hard, babe, if in a year it has strained you and you're no longer happy. Yeah. I would have to find a way to make it work to where maybe a grandchild could come live with my mom. Yeah. They're getting older and, and say, Hey Petey, come live with your mom, your grandma. And and we move out. But I would need that babe. I need you to know that you come first. My, and, and that's not me being bad. Cause if you're disagreeing with me and no, 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 I'm so sorry. But when I decided to leave and cleave, Abel became my nuclear family. And believe me, it took me years to get here. 
but it's we've had a healthier marriage and our kids are growing up in a healthier home and i pray we can help my mom forever yeah. but if we can't i have to make decisions without guilt that are the best for my family and i have to understand that you have a very tight relationship with your family mm-hmm. you know and um it was it's 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 a lot more tighter than than i had ever seen in mine you know like on my dad's side or or even on my mom's side and stuff like that you know so this is something new to me but more than anything i did know that you were the smallest and i didn't know that you were the last one with your mom and and in in hispanic families that generally means something right is that they stay with the mom until you know or they they're the ones that watch out for the mom or even even more than that i knew that you were the you were one of the few girls in your family. Yeah, I'm I now and, I'm and the, the girl, only girl. And in 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 my family on my dad's side it was it was the girl which is my tia Lily. She's the one that held the family together and yeah. fixed everything and took care of my grandma and took her to the hospital and took her to the doctor's appointments stuff like that. So I knew that that was going to happen. You know, especially Che 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 lived further away and she was super doing her thing as being the the huge megastar that she was. And so I mean, I knew all these things. And I really had to think about it. So if you're if you're not married yet, that's something you have to take into right. account. If you're married, if you're dating the youngest girl, have this talk. Yeah. Because and- it, it's and she's Hispanic, more than likely, or she feels the pressure. Yeah. I, I've always felt that pressure. I knew I was gonna live with my mom most of my life, mm-hmm. and I and I yearned to get away, and I did get away a few years, and then I always find myself gravitating back yeah. and. And I think it's part of um, honoring her. Yeah, and I think if if you if your mom is in the forties and early fifties and she doesn't need help at the moment, that's still something you guys should talk about, you know, for the future. I mean, just to just that way it's not blindsided, you know. That's just something that that I think that's very important that you guys should just talk about. Of like, hey, you know what's going to happen when our moms get older and they need help? What are we going to do? What what's yeah. the plan and stuff like that? Because it's never too early to plan. Because some of those things can some of those things are shockers sometimes mm-hmm. when things just happen out of nowhere. Yeah, you know, and it's like, whoa, what the heck? My 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 mother just had a cardiac arrest and now she can't move half of her body. Right. She needs somebody to take care of her. That right. just changes your life. Right. You know, and if you guys hadn't talked about it and didn't have a plan, that's going to be extra straining on your marriage. And that's just something that you have to prepare for. Yes. Have the talk. Uh, as difficult as it may be, be sincere, be honest. If you're the spouse that does not want to move in with your mother-in-law or that says, I can only do it six months, babe, then let your spouse yeah. know. Be honest. Yeah, Even if you feel guilty or if you think you're going to look bad, it is better to know the truth and tell them now so that the spouse can say, okay, we'll take her six months and then we'll ask my brother if he can take her another six months. Get me? But make a plan and don't lie and say everything is fine and then two years later you're divorcing your wife because you can't stand Ooh. you know, living with them yeah so sacrifice is very very necessary in those moments but not to the point where it's something that you're gonna hold resentment for right good so job. you, you yeah. have to evaluate that so yes sacrifice sacrifice for for your spouse and be like hey her mom needs help but if it's something you're gonna hold resentment for like oh she's here and it's been three years and i can't just yeah. be myself and stuff like that then you have to say that up straight up and be like you know what i'll sacrifice for you that can we do one year and right. then maybe she can go over here or, 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 or can we do this and that? And, and you know? And, exactly. And it's just, it's something that just has to be talked about. But honestly, living with your uh, significant other's family or just living with your family in general and being married is not the easiest thing to do. It, it's, it's, it's a lot of help because, you know, your mom is there to help us with the kids. Right. You know? Yeah. And your mom has helped us a lot with cooking. Mm-hmm. And a lot of moms usually do that. Right. Um. 
And then your tia Norma is also there too. Mm -hmm. And she does an amazing job of constantly cleaning. And so does your mom, you know. And so it's a lot of help. But at the same time, you do have to be more careful because there's other people in the home that you aren't used to. Right. But like I said, it's going to be something that it's going to be up to you to make sure that you make them a part of your nuclear fa of your everyday family. Right. Your nu your family is still your family and I and I don't think it should ever expand like that. Right. Like your your family is going to be your kids and and your wife or your spouse, your yeah. husband. Okay? Mm -hmm. That's your family. Right. It doesn't ever get bigger and and like our circle is not going to extend out to also include your your other family members or your or your brother-in-law or whoever's living with you at that moment. Right. No. It's like it's you guys. And then it goes out, and then that other circle opens up even bigger. So it's another circle around it. It's not like they don't they don't join the nuclear family. Right. They're still in that outer circle of, of that family, mm -hmm. you know? But they, they it's something that you do have to work in. Yeah, like how you said that, everyday family. Yeah, because mm -hmm. it, it's, 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 it's really important that their voice never becomes equally to your spouse's voice. Yes, that or can, less. That, yes, that can become a real big issue. Exactly. You know, it's like, it, your Rosie, your voice is, is, is more important to, to me than my mom's. Why? Because I chose you. I chose right. to marry you. Exactly. You know, or, or my voice is more important than X, Y, and Z person in your family. Yes. You know, so I mean, that that's what it is. Do you have anything else you want to add, baby? No, I, I mean, just know that this is happening more and more. Do not mm -hmm. feel ashamed if yeah. you are living with someone. We are living, at least in the Long Beach, Los Angeles, California Ooh, area. Tell me about it. It is the number one problem is homelessness. Homelessness. So there are a lot of people that because of high rent have to live in with yeah, another man. family member. So don't be ashamed. Um, don't feel that, you know, you are not successful. Maybe God has joined you to live with your family for different reasons. If you are taking care of an elderly parent or they are helping you take care of your kids, do not be ashamed and make the best of it. Always have your spouse be number one. And while loving your everyday family and respecting them and never allowing them to get into your personal family issues while not um, disrespecting the rest of the family. Yeah. Let, let me just, uh, let's pray. And uh, and then we're going to end this podcast. Thank you, God, so much for our families, and thank you, God, that we that family have that families our families have been able to help us. Yes, and that for the times that we've been able to help our families as well, I ask you, God, to just give us a mentality of never feeling comfortable and always getting mm -hmm. ready to to find our place when we're in that need, and that somebody's just helping us temporarily. And then I ask you, God, to also just help us, Lord, incorporate our families that are now going to be living with us permanently. Mm just into our everyday family and so that we can have a good relationship, Father God, and not an awkward one. And that in those awkward stages, we can push through, Father God, until everything just feels like we, we're blending now and that we're just one big family. I ask you, God, to just bless us each and every day. Help us, Lord, be sincere with each other. Learn how to sacrifice without holding resentment in the future. Let us, Lord, just be just completely vulnerable with each other. And um, just help us. And, and God, please lower the rent because it, it's starting mm. to get crazy as yes, time God. goes by. It it sucks sometimes where it's not even an issue about not having the money. It's about there not being any apartments available yes, God. or no reasonable apartments available. Jesus. And it makes no sense. So, God, I ask you to just do something. Help our economy, Father God. Help us, Lord, just be able to find the jobs if we need the jobs right now so that we can get on our feet again. And uh, help us, Lord, find the correct places for us so that we can have our own personal space. I ask you to bless each and every person listening to this podcast today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. We'll see you guys next week. See you later.
Hola, my name is Enrique Santos, presentador de Tu Mañana y On The Move. Quiero invitarte a escuchar mi nuevo podcast, Hola, My Name Is, donde hablo con artistas, líderes de nuestra comunidad y personas como tú. Mi meta es que juntos conozcamos más sobre los triunfos y las derrotas de mis invitados y que a través de sus historias nos empoderen y nos motiven a superarnos. Lanzamos el show con Jay Balvin. He's awesome. Un artista colombiano que ha revolucionado la música latina y que sigue superando récords mundiales. Él nos cuenta abiertamente sobre sus inicios, el secreto de su éxito y los aprendizajes que lo ayudan a preservar su autenticidad. A partir de este martes, 7 de abril, podrás acompañarme todas las semanas a conocer más a fondo a un invitado especial. Puedes encontrar mi podcast en la aplicación digital de iHeartRadio, la descargas gratis o en donde prefieras escuchar tus podcasts. Hola, my name is The Podcast a partir de este 7 de abril.